Kwanza presents SCP. The Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wild. So, Jesse, I gotta ask. You're having the spicy calabrese pizza. I just chewed the last bite. The Beyond Spicy Calabrese Pizza, because it's yes. hashtag Meatless Mondays with Panago Pizza. And you're having the Beyond Meat. And what is. What do you think? It's really good. Like, you can't tell the difference. It's kind of ridiculous. Like, I, I, who's who did this? <laughs> like, yeah. What sorcery is this? <laughs> yeah. We, I don't think we thought the technology would be this far ahead this quickly, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, you think, oh, you can tell and whatever, but you can't at all. No. And I'm a little scared because it's really good. It's, it's okay, because it's taking you out of your comfort zone to find a new comfort zone with Panago Pizza. I'm not eating one right now, because I've already had four. Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I right. four. No kidding. They're really good. Yeah, Jesse wasn't here yet, and I was like, how many can I eat before I'm a bad friend? <laughs> and I think four was the max. And now that you're here, I can have five, six. I thought four is the yeah. max. Four is the max? Well, we had two pizzas, so I think you'd have been fine, yeah. right? Like, Jesse, you don't care, do you? No, I don't care at all. See, I Jesse's don't think Jesse would have thought about that. Shivering no. mad. It's nice <laughs> It's nice that Steve thought about it, but, like, I don't think Jesse was thinking the same stuff. I don't well, think he was no. thinking. Adam, this is, a, this is a constant thought. How much can I eat of this thing right. before I'm a bad person to live with right. or a bad friend? Something along those lines. Boy, sounds like you get really tied up, eh? <laughs> oh, I know. I'm, I spend... What is, it, what is it, Scott? I was on the radio with Scott MacArthur today. He said, uh, I can I can spend a month in my brain in one hour. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, that's me. Damn. That's all me, right. man. I like that. Yeah. Man, Scotty. He's just dropping all the knowledge lately. He's so good. So uh, today... Hang if, on. What? I just need to wrap up this oh, thing right. up. So basically, we do this every week. Meatless Mondays. If you want to go a little lighter, if you want to go a little more summery, if you're just somebody that doesn't eat meat, flat out, lots of people out there. There you go. They got um, uh, vegan cheese, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had the one with vegan cheese. It's good. Yeah, one of them does, one of them doesn't. Yep. Okay. Really, really good. So, if you want to, they also have, um, for everybody that's celiac, they've got a crust for you as well. So, like, basically, Panago is, they just want you to buy their damn pizza. because And to enjoy it. They're trying to make it as easy as possible for you to enjoy delicious pizza. Why not oblige them sometime today? Or this week. Why not? Panago.com. Stuff your face with deliciousness. Why not? Why not? Why not? So you were on the radio today for three hours. For three hours. And you discussed wall-to-wall. Well, so yesterday, Sogard, don't even remember his first name. Eric Sogard. Eric Sogard. (laughs) I can't even... (laughs) I I know his name, but I can't say I've seen an at-bat. I'm pretty sure he's a triple A. I have. And I know he did really well. I know all sorts of details about him. I just forgot his first name in the moment. So anyway, I know he was traded for two players to be named later, and then mm-hmm. Marcus Stroman mm-hmm. was traded, and yep. that's a big deal. Huge. And nothing happened in basketball, and nothing happened in hockey, so that was it. And it was Scott MacArthur, you know, mm-hmm. very good host, and baseball is his number one. Good for him, because his two co-hosts were myself and Justin Bourne. Whoa. <laughs> and, Whoa. uh... We did okay. We faked it till we made it. And Scott okay. did a lot of talking. Randall Grichik. Yes. I know that person. For sure. <laughs> Three months younger than Marcus Stroman. And he's signed for a bunch of time. He was re-signed. $50 just, million dollar deal? Just before the season. To a three-year... Five-year. Five-year? Five-year, 50 million, I Five-year, 50 million deal. Yeah, which you? is... Really, baseball terms, 10 million isn't that much. So... If Grichik is a part of the rebuild, and yet he is three months younger than Marcus Stroman, 
And Strowman, for some reason, is too old to be a part of the rebuild. What's going on there? Oh, I don't think it was that. I think they flat out say like Marcus Strowman. that we've just outgrown Marcus Strowman and are I, tired of him? I Yes, that I is think it's, 100%. It. Like I we, also think it's offensive that you use the word outgrown, considering that Marcus Strowman's <laughs> yeah, height does not measure heart. Leave it to a six-foot-five yeah. guy to criticize Marcus Strowman, you actual piece you're of garbage. Right, yeah. You're right. I was attacking growth. I was attacking Marcus Strowman's height, and I thought that his height measures his heart. Wow, wow. you're wrong. Wow. I don't know. We Maybe. need to get you a t-shirt to show you that you're wrong. It does not? Does not. Is that what you are saying? Does not. Evidently, oh. height doesn't measure tact. No, that's true. With one Jesse Blake. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we talked about Marcus Stroman for three hours. Uh, do you know, the funny thing with baseball mm-hmm. is that when po- prospects get traded, it's always like, well, here's a star player that went to the other team. For number four and number six in their pipeline, if that happened in the NHL, because number four and number six in the pipeline are probably not making the NHL in the NHL, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, typically. Most teams are well, like, yeah, your top five, maybe have a shot. Over 30 rounds in the draft. Baseball is just about numbers. It's, it's absurd. Get yeah. as many as you can. Just compile and yeah, throw yeah. a bunch of shit at the wall. Yeah, you, have, exactly. you have like four teams to fill yeah. or something yep. like that. It's yep. insane. Oh, it's 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 a it's a crazy sport, and I just thought it was very ball. interesting because now we're seeing apparently Nikita Gusev uh, will get has permission to talk to New Jersey or at least he did this weekend. It looks like uh, there could be a, a deal coming soon. As soon as um, I guess the I guess the way this would work would be the Golden Knights and Devils reach an agreement on what the compensation would be, and, and then the Devils have to say okay. Can we talk to Nikita Gudsev just to make sure we can get him under contract? Eh, I think it works a little bit more loosely than that. Typically, it's the 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 Devils. I can't imagine are going to agree to the trade if they don't have a number figured out. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so, it won't be. That's when they get permission. It's like okay, once the Golden mm. Knights are like, yeah, we'll get what we want out of you. What's the now you yeah, can talk to our guy. Realistically, it's the Devils going to Vegas. Hey, would he do this? Like I, I don't I don't think it's a permission to to talk thing. What? I think we're on the same page here. I think maybe we I think are. You guys and the exact same thing long. at each other. Yeah. See, you're good at getting up early and talking throughout the day. I fade. I fade. You guys no, are only getting the best. I think we're agreeing. But you know, I think the, we are too. It's interesting that um, or some because Nikita Gusev is really good, right? Yes, we haven't seen him on North American ice, but yeah, real good. Uh, according to Scott Wheeler, Nikita Gusev owns three of the 37 highest scoring seasons in the history of the KHL. He just broke Alexander Radulov's record for most assists in a season. And he's a defender. Wow. A right-handed defender. And Radulov, a really good KHL player. Why is it that the Devils can get P.K. Subban and Nikita Gusev for a second or third round pick and whatever they gave up? Who cares what they gave up for for P.K.? And the Leafs couldn't pick up Nikita Gusev for the same... You could say that for so many guys. Gusev is supposedly this highly sought-after guy, and he cost, well, by the sounds of the rumored deal, barely more than Colin Miller even. Yeah. And there's another guy who it's like, why, why did that couldn't co- what is they that? go out and get him? Dude, they can't afford it. They can't afford him. And what you're seeing right now, unless the Leafs have another move up their sleeve, and the Clarkson friggin'... It's so complicated. I still don't fully understand it, and I made a twenty-five video, uh, minute video about it. But uh, that's a TV show. It is literally more than a half hour of television. Yeah, because half hour of television is twenty-two or minutes. Yeah. 20, yeah, with commercials, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did three minutes longer than an episode of South Park. How well did uh, that video do? It's done really well. It's yeah. already like top ten for 
um, view time. Because it's half an hour long. Yeah. <laughs> the, the damn thing. And this was on your channel, right? No sports yeah. Stuff? Yeah, okay. yeah. This was on mine. And uh, no Sportsnet is like, no, we're like a good channel. You can't do half hour videos for us. <laughs> Here are our dangits. Yeah, yeah. Hey, shut up. Our dangits are good. I like dangits. Did a really long one once. But um, <laughs> um, where was I going with that? I you don't understand oh, the Clarkson if, thing. If you look at the, the Leafs cap situation, it's almost like they're basically saying to Marner, oh, there it is, I mentioned his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we knew it's, it what time is it? I know. I, know. I don't want to talk about it anymore. There's nothing about to discuss. Nine minutes, the nine minutes we got. Yeah, but basically, <laughs> I'd say that's pretty good. Nine and Marner in the same sentence sounds wonderful. We'll see. Yeah, 10, oh, here it is. 11 Knights have acquired a 2023rd and a 2021 second. So two years oh, from second. now, from the Devils in exchange for Nikita Gusev. And by the way, they said Gusev's a forward. What? Is he? Yeah, is they he? said he's a forward. Oh. So maybe he's a forward. Maybe he's going to play forward. Left winger Nikita Gusev. Oh, is there? Maybe there's two Gusevs. I think there's two Gusevs. Ah. I got I got KHL'd. Ah, sc- damn it. I think I got screwed from when I covered the Gusev, KHL. That's according a to the Devils, were That no- is a dang it. <laughs> Gusev Spontrous. will wear 97. <laughs> yes. Ah, oh, damn it. I thought... Oh, that's weird. Okay, so that's less impressive and then. He will make, Remember, I was like, and he's a defender. <laughs> and he will make $4.5 million a year each year. So it's a $9 million deal, two years. That is, uh, you know, you know, it's funny. Uh, who was the Russian that Vegas signed in their inaugural season to be their big dude and he didn't even make oh the my team? God, what was his and he name? made $4.5 million. What was his name? I think it was four and a half times two, actually. But he had to mutually, they, they weren't going to pay him. And I think he mutually terminated and went back to the KHL. Because they sent him to the minors. Yeah. Oh. So, oh I know yeah. his name. I know his name. I'll tell you in half a second. But uh, this guy was a $4.5 million player. I wonder if he would have been good. He did score in one of the three games they put He him did. In. He scored an NHL goal. And we've seen... Uh, like, Vadim Shipachov. Ah. Yeah. Gerard Gallant's got a little bit of the Mike Babcock as in, it doesn't matter how talented you are. If I don't personally like you, you're not playing. And they made the cup final. Wait, I mean, so, listen, I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm oh, just yeah. saying, like, it doesn't... I wonder, he's probably done with ever trying to the NHL again. But that doesn't mean he couldn't play in the NHL and be a good player. It just probably meant that it wasn't Gerard right Gallant was all. not going to do it. Like Colin Miller yeah. last year. Colin Miller is a, a second-pairing defenseman. Could not get on the ice. Or, at very least, a regular NHL defenseman. Yeah. And yeah, couldn't, could not get on the ice. Yeah, Vadim Shipachov. Uh, so, and Vegas year. did not want to be the ones... You know what? Eh... We've we've done that before. I know we haven't been around the block very many times, but we've already done that. Yeah, you know for, we'll take the uh, they're done. They're done. For Dynamo uh, Moscow, he had 68 points in 61 games. This is Nikita Joseph. Oh, that name Chipachov. He went yeah. to Dynamo Moscow. Yeah. Not. It's not bad. How many he have? Sorry, 68 points, 61 games. Wow, that is pretty good. It's the case is so freaking weird. Like, yeah, it's, it's it's sort of hard to get a gauge. There's a, there's a couple teams where you look at their points per game and you got to sort of grade on a curve mm. a little bit. Like Dynamo Moscow and SK St. Petersburg are like so head and shoulders. St. Petersburg in particular, they're so head and shoulders above what they can spend. Remember Ojiganov the season before he became a Leaf? It was mm-hmm. like a healthy scratch because they had like two teams worth of players. Yeah. Also, he wasn't very good. But like, <laughs> you know. And Weird. they had Zaitsev and yeah. they Listen, had, had Shipachov. I desperately want those guys to succeed, but every time, like, you know, you try not to listen to the guys who have all the numbers, right? You're trying like, well, you know, I'll give them a shot. 
I'm gonna give him a shot, like Oshiganov. It was like, hey, everybody was really mean to that guy when he came, and I was like, listen, we don't know. We don't. But they were right. Yeah. <laughs> they turned out to be completely right about him. <laughs> I wonder if, if they're saying all the all the advanced numbers guys are saying Gusev's really good. Really, really good. We'll see. We'll see. But the Devils are uh, they're clearly of a different mindset than they were previously. Yes. Uh, no they're kidding. not being timid. They're completely going for it. Sounds like they're listening to the people that work for them. Which is a and, smart thing. Which is a very smart thing. Well, if Travis you pay Della, someone, you should probably... Oh, sorry. Tyler Della, excuse me. Yes. If, if you were thinking of Travis Yost. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if, you're, if you're paying somebody, you should probably... Uh, you know, If you're paying them for their expertise, you should listen to their expertise. Weird, And right? they are doing that. And it's also, remember, they cannot lose Taylor Hall. This is yeah. all in a bid. They're adding, adding... Think of the players they've added. So, can you even name the player who they lost for Subban? They no, lost I'm, one player and no it was idea. picks otherwise. Steve Santini. Wow. Exactly. They, they got to hang on to Severson. Yeah, they, so they got have... Severson still. They added Subban. They added Wayne Simmons. They added oh, yeah, uh, 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 Gusev now. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're really trying to keep Taylor Hall. And I St. Uh, Louis. New Jersey, I think, is a bit of a team to watch. Not just because of their additions, but... You know how... Actually, two years ago, I sort of said this for the Islanders, but it was different because they lost to Varys. Mm-hmm. But you looked at the Islanders goaltending from two years ago, yep. and you go, okay, I think they're going to do better next year just because they couldn't possibly do worse. <laughs> yes. Like in terms of goaltending anyway, because they, they scored goals. They didn't have a, uh, any problem scoring goals. It was the it was goaltending. Yeah, they got lit up, and then all of a sudden they get the best goaltending in the NHL, and would you look at that? They're in the playoffs. Um, the Devils, I don't know if there's... A, uh, top half goaltending team, but uh, they, they could that. not possibly. No, they're not even close. No, they're still pretty bad. Yeah. But they couldn't be worse than last year. Have you well, looked at Corey Schneider's numbers from last year? They're terrible, yeah, man. He's, they're terrible. And they lost Kincaid, yeah. who was also terrible. And does Corey Schneider ever shoot, suit up again? Yeah, because he's got his hip injuries bad. Well, there was there was a game that, and I know this because it was a dang it recently. Uh, I want to say the Ducks. It's like a fifth dang it's reference. I know, I know. It's <laughs> random. It's, it's, it's the summer, like, man. It's July. Steve, do videos. Yeah. I, have you Crazy. guys uh, subscribed to one of my channels? Um, <laughs> weird flex, but okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a game. I want to say the Devils lost six five in overtime, and three of the six. No, it was in the shootout. Three of the six goals mm-hmm. against. Or sorry, three of the five goals against Schneider, were scored on him by his own team. Like, the Devils scored on themselves... That's rough. At least twice as much as the next closest team. Right. Like, they just... They weren't good, but they also had terrible luck. So hopefully some of that turns around. They get a little bit better goaltending, and they also had some pretty strong additions. I know that's a lot that needs to go right for you. I'm not saying they're guaranteed to make the playoffs, but... I just I can't picture them having a worse season than but last year. A lot Corey of injuries too. Is the number one goalie going into the season, right? That's the it's either one... him or Mackenzie Blackwood. Yeah, that's not a, a that's who had a, like that, a chief. decent season for oh. twenty one games. It was like a nine eighteen. <sighs> there, I would uh, I would bet on New Jersey to be the team ready to scoop a goalie off of uh, off of waivers at the beginning of the year. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, they're the next McElhaney pickup, basically. Yeah, because dude, that's 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 a tough tandem. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Well, you're, but you're giving six million dollars to Corey Snyder, so you gotta you can't be allocating more money to that position. Yeah, and they're not exactly a bury all that money in the minors sort of team. Right. Mm. So that's tough, but they're making themselves interesting for sure. Like if you're a casual Devils fan. Oh, I mean, listen. I, if you were to rank off seasons right now, if the Devils got a below league average goaltender, which they have, yeah, they have well, two. Well, not, not no, but like just below. Like oh, I'm okay. talking like 15 to 20 in the goalie rankings chart. <laughs> oh. They have. Has anyone had a better off season? No, I don't think so. Not even close. Yeah. It's not uh, even close. I'm interested to see what Colorado does. They haven't done anything though, except for the Nazem Kadri trade, which was a good trade. Yeah. That they, was a good no, they them. added uh, Burakovsky. They added. They you traded. Uh, they they to... lost Varlamov. I know. I just. You know what it is? It's not that they had a great off season. It's that I just think they'll be a really good team. Oh, okay. Going forward. Okay. Um, they still have guys to resign. Colorado's such a strange team because I think the Leafs won the Barry trade. I do. You but think I they also, won it? The Leafs won it. Yeah. Hmm. Really? The Leafs won the Barry trade, I think. That's interesting because that was not your perspective t- three weeks ago when we were at it Old Clay and you were no, like in, no, no, in, I wasn't in anxious hell at that point. I was anxious because it wasn't the trade. It's weird. I think the Leafs won that trade, but I think Colorado got better overall and the Leafs, I wasn't totally sold. The Leafs, I think, are going to sell me in training camp. I think. It's just, I look at their bottom pair... And I've I've had enough people, basically, talk to me about Ben Harper, that um, that I'm convinced that won't happen. There's no way, sanity has to prevail. There's no way. Well, here's what you do: if Mike Babcock goes, Harper's the guy. Harper's good. You put him on waivers. See you later. <laughs> I mean, like it's not. Dubas has got to start sure. doing that. Well, wasn't it? Wasn't it Myrtle who made the suggestion? He's like, well, Marinson's uh, played a lot of right D. Like maybe they'll put him instead of Hall. I'm yeah. like, ah, <laughs> stop! I don't stop even stop the madness. This it sounds ridiculous, but if if the Leafs, this is, you're gonna, I'm going to hate myself for making uh, this tweet for saying this. I don't hate Marinson on the third pair if he plays. Ah! If he plays 10 minutes. Then what's the point? I just, I don't think a third pairing defenseman is the make or break of a Stanley Cup or even the second round. Of no, no you're they're, right. They're you're right. You're right. They Kimo, Kimo Tiemann and played on the fucking Blackhawks. Yeah, that's not what we won. need to worry about with the Leafs. And yeah. that's the sort of thing you can that's fix why, at the deadline yeah. for like a third yeah. round pick. Yep. Yeah, let's okay. ease off of that. Also, you're we right. forgot the New Jersey Devils' biggest signing of the offseason. Jack Hughes? Double C. Connor Carrick. Oh, oh they re-signed they him. him. And That's his right. big-ass legs. Right? And his coffee shop. This is some juicy legs. His coffee shop, his thick frame glasses, his adorable dog. Right? And them cakes. It's gonna lead them right to the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> his, that's his next business venture. He did, he Connor's just, cakes. Connor Carrot's coffee and Connor Carrick's cakes. Can he make carrot cakes? Could you say that? What about his coffee cakes? Oh, how many C's? Coffee is that? carrot. Connor, <laughs> Connor Carrick's coffee cakes. Coffee carrot Connor cake. Big butt. <laughs> Something like he wants to. Uh, man, de- we should see if we can get Connor Carrick on the podcast. Oh my god, I bet we could. Best. Well, now that he doesn't play for the Leafs, we you guys can, can do the uh, the Spider-Man meme. Put on your glasses. 
Yeah, except, yeah, that meme, except one of the Spider-Mans is fat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I'm sure we could get Evan Huber hey. to, to do us a little graphic. <laughs> I'm working on it! Frick off! Uh, uh, that time. pizza's great. <laughs> um, now, it's funny, after having James on last week, last week, by the way, Rhymer? Seems, no. Nope. James Myrtle's episode seems like a year ago. Like, it just seems mm. like so long ago. So, I mean, first off, I guess we should talk about Reimer reading your book. Yeah, That's come on. Yeah. That's great. So, let me walk you through what happened. I was just, um, so, Mrs. Dangle is a um, destroyer of Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. Destroyer. And uh, she's going, she's digging deep. Like, she just started the Mindy Project. Mm-hmm. And that show hasn't been on the air in like several years, and I think started in 2012. And she is just buzzsawing her way through that. So she's watching that, and I'm it's on my phone. It's a very funny show. It is a very funny show, as I half pay attention on my phone because the internet has damaged me. So uh, I see it. I just see it on my timeline. And I hand my phone to SL, just going. <laughs> Excuse me. And I rolled on the floor. <laughs> and she's like, what is going on? What happened? She thought Marner had signed, bless her heart. It, he, he did not. But it was even better. Yeah, that has to be better than a Marner signing for you. April Rhymer tweeted that Optimus Rhyme supports Bumble Steve. I'm Bumble Steve! I'm his trusty sidekick who talks through the radio. That's you, literally me. You are his hype man. That's I am sure. his hype man. Yeah, yeah. I gotta be Bumble Steve for Halloween. <laughs> I gotta be. I wonder what James is gonna be. Blink, blink, blink. Oh, it made me very happy to you see do James Reimer holding Steve me. now. Oh, I have to be Bumble Steve. Do I, you think he'll play along? Yeah, maybe. If he's like forced to. I mean, Nazem Kadri did with Bob Ross. He did, and I don't think, I don't, I, I don't think people realize enough the connection there. Like oh, I, I'm pretty sure he was Bob Ross because you, you said Nazem Kadri Bob, Bob Ross. It's tough because I, I never know who to trust whenever I get these messages from people I don't know. But one guy's like, "Hey, I'm Nazem Kadri's cousin, and I told him to go as Bob Ross." So I don't know. What is the Bumble Steve reference? Bumblebee from Transformers. Yeah, and Optimus Prime. I don't, I don't know. Optimus Rhyme. Okay. And uh, did you ever see? Uh, did you ever see any of the Transformers? No, I didn't watch Transformers. You never saw one Transformers. Uh, no. The no. first one's good. First one's it's it dumb. The but Shia really LaBeouf good. one. Yeah. And Megan Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Yes, Megan yeah, Fox. Yeah, I didn't watch uh, that. Which is, I mean, if you even watch it now, it's shockingly sexist now. <laughs> like you watch it and you're like, that was, I don't think that would fly today. And I think the the way she talked about it, and I think the way she said that. She auditioned where she walked in expecting to do lines and they just had her wash a car. Oh gosh. Are you freaking I'm not, serious? I'm, I'm not I'm serious. Now, uh, like, wow, and, th- and by the way, this Transformers was made in 1964. No, th- this was 2006. Oh, I want to say. But yeah, I mean it was it was like it changed rather fast. It did. It did. Wow. I, I don't think the audition <laughs> process would be the same today, but Megan Fox, I think she said she's kind of put it behind her and she has worked with Michael Bay since on those great Ninja Turtles movies which you've never seen. I literally was... I thought you made that up. No, that's real. They've come out with two of them. She's April. What? what? Yeah. What? It'd be great if she was like Leonardo. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, I, I auditioned for Donatello, pizza. but yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, so uh, uh, I don't know where we were going. Where were we going? I don't know. They were just, we were just telling the story of uh, Reimer. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. So James Reimer has my book. I did not know that was happening. I did not send him a book, which means James or April Reimer, but they're married, so they have the same bank account, so it doesn't matter. The Reimer last name bought my book. Why didn't you send them a book? Yeah, what the hell? Where? <laughs> Jesse, do you not think if I knew the Rhymer's address, Whoa. I wouldn't be sitting on their dock right now with James talking about life and getting advice from and my dad who's say, three days younger than me? And they'll say, hey, Steve, how did you get in here? Yeah, and I'll <laughs> calmly explain, because I'm your friend. That's how. <laughs> That's how it would work. Mm -hmm. If I knew where they lived... I would bring them muffins and cupcakes and other things of that nature. You could send things to the Florida Panthers and then... No, Carolina Hurricanes now. Well, I meant like last year you could have said because that's when I your book came out. But. Well, but not... No. no. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a little weird if I only sent it to one of the... Oh, is this for a PR team? Would no. it be weird? No, no. Would it be weird? Oh, I could... Or is it sorry. not already and has I could, been? I could understand how it would be perceived as weird by... Jerks and haters, etc. The haters and the losers. The haters and the mm -hmm. losers. Con artists. Yeah, they don't understand. Yeah. yeah. They need to be investigated. Con right? artists, connivers, and other members of D12. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> you see, kids who used to be a rap group. Anyway. Uh huh. James Reimer is reading Obi my Trice. book. Oh, yo, real bizarre. name, no gimmicks. Let's, yeah, no. let's talk about freaking bizarre. Yeah, okay. Bizarre kid, <laughs> bizarre kid was part of D12. Obi Trice was merely signed to the label. That's he was right. not a member no, of D12. Sorry, How sorry, dare you, Jesse? Sorry. Yes, proof. he had that one song. Proof. Maybe he was in the piece. Mackay Pfeiffer played proof yes. in Eight Mile. That's right. I almost said the longest yard. That's that's not the same movie. <laughs> nope, <laughs> very not the no, same. No, it movie. was a different unit of measurement. <laughs> anyway, you used for the movie title. It's, it's, it's a different unit cool of measurement. That James Reimer <laughs> yes. is, was reading your book, uh, and I, I mean, I'm so, so when giddy. It, so when April tweeted that out, she just she didn't give you the heads up. No, but she tagged me, and just and then oh. when you responded, did she respond back? No. Wow, so they're limited oh. contact. Yeah. <laughs> no, she just doesn't. I checked her likes, and she just doesn't like a lot of stuff, Adam. All right, that's it. That's all. Uh, they just want to Adam, make sure they don't go Would too you be far on your it. phone all the time if your husband was James Reimer? No. You'd be smooching his kissable cheeks. That's what you'd be doing the whole time. Mm -hmm. right? They were the first phony outrage thing that I can remember blowing up on Twitter at hockey. Like, for real phony outrage. And the phony outrage was in the playoffs. When um, they, they thought Alicia Cuthbert yeah. gave her cut eye, yeah. When they were both rolling their the eyes at around? some fan that was making yapping at the both of them in in the in the ring. No, he uh, was. He? Um, it was it was game four against Boston in 2013. Phaneuf went for that ridiculous hit um, that led to an odd man rush. Ryan O'Byrne was the only guy back. And uh, the Bruins scored. I can't remember who scored to win the game. And it was either someone chirping Reimer, who allowed the goal, or Phaneuf, who blew the coverage. And, well, there's wife one, there's wife two. <laughs> so one or both of them were mad. And it's just the way it looked on camera at first glance. You went, uh-oh, there's friction there. And it was like right, the camera went right to them. Mm -hmm. And they're down three games to one. Bruins are about to win this thing, probably. It you took notice, a little longer. You notice that has never happened again? What do you mean? 
No, oh, the camera going straight th- to the wives? Do you think that MLSE changed the policy on that? Because I certainly do. What, yeah, it's not them changing the policy, it's them... Moving where the people sit. Well, moving where the people sit, and also... Because they still go right up to the... Th- there was the Shanahan thing with uh, Bacchus but two Shanahan years ago, remember that? the team. That is true, but the camera goes straight to him. F you, Bacchus. He's a piece of F shit. Piece of shit. <laughs> Legend. Oh, that guy's my president. Brendan Shanahan. My president. My president, <laughs> Brendan <Mega>. Shanahan. <laughs> Make Brendan Shanahan, Shanahan swear a, again. A drink. He's, yeah. My president. That went well. High five. That yeah, went really I liked well. it. I liked high it. Five. All right, all right. High five. No, he's not going to high five. Oh, oh wow. Hey. I didn't think Jesse would go for it. No, I, I, no don't, I think MLSE looked at that and said, well, that's never happening again. Yeah, well, they can, you can change where people. they sit. I think what was more likely is someone at Rogers or Bell, I can't remember where it was aired, uh, got a phone call. Or no, it would have been CBC at the time. And, uh, hey, please do not do that. And now you can see why. Please do not do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. And it's also not fair. They don't work for the team. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I understand getting reactions when they win. And they're crying and they're happy and whatever. Yeah. But what benefit does it serve other than it's kind of down and dirty and gross to shoot the players' wives after a bad play? I think it was, I want to say it was... Because people either, loved it, but it's It was it, either Reimer or Phaneuf's mom was in the shot as well. And they were going back to her all game. I think he was having a good game. He was making saves and they're going to her and, oh, isn't this cute? And so they went to that shot. But all you see is this guy like at the bottom of the screen like giving him shit. And, ah, whatever. Ancient history. Come back, James. Come back. Best friend. Sorry, come back, best friend. So the Leafs, after we, we did our Murder! Signed. No? They signed seven guys. Mm-hmm. They did. So they made Kenny Augustino and Callie Casilla. Uh, they got, both got two-year deals. And then Pontus Aberg, Tyler Gaudet, uh, Nick Shore, and Garrett Wilson, and Kevin Gravel all got one-year deals. Now, the ones that, like, I, I went to... Um, Ian Tullock's uh, charity podcast on Thursday night. So did I. I was just late. And yeah, we missed each other because I had to go to bed. But, um, uh, you know, we were talking about this and and it was kind of like, how many of these people are actually going to make the team? And if it's three guys, I'd be shocked. Like, to me, the lock is Aberg and, and, and the other one would be Nick Shore. Well, maybe Augustino's got a shot. No, I maybe. think Augustino's got the best shot. Really? In my opinion, I don't think yeah. so. Don't see it. I don't see it. He played with Laval last year. In the AHL, and I don't. I well, mean, and, yeah, and he and played Montreal. some games in Montreal, and it was after he got put on waivers by Montreal that his season picked up with the Devils, which was his hometown team. So maybe there was a little bit of extra inspiration there. I think. So what? What do you mean by making the team? I mean you, making like the team playing camp? a role. Like Justin Hall was on the team last year, but he did, is but Justin he wasn't. Hall on the team. Oh, I think I think as many as four of them could play games. Um, like Gravel, I is that what is it? It's Gravel. It's not. I think it's Gravel because I I feel like should be gravel. It it should one hundred percent be gravel, especially because he's a tough guy. And if you say otherwise, they can kick rocks. (laughs) You see, tiny ones kick, yeah, little ones because that's what. Hey, so I think he might play some games. Uh, The trade of Borgman makes that more likely because there's another left hand shot on. Um, Agostino, I think, is going to straight up make the team. Um. Sure. What position? Fourth line? Yeah. Fourth line. <laughs> it doesn't matter sh- what position, just fourth line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fourth line, shove him on one of the shove, wings. Yeah, you know, because I'm just trying to 
I'm just trying to mentally fill out the lines. If you're trying to pick who's making the team. Yeah. That's, yeah. Well, who, it's, I think the fourth the line's line. going to be a bit more of a platoon. Because the more I think about it, and obviously this is Raptors bias, and since when does hockey follow the lead of anybody, but I don't think Spezza should play every game next year. He's 37. Mm-hmm. And he's not so good that he should be playing every game. Like, Freddie the Goat sat some nights. Tyler Ennis was really good for the Leafs, and he was a healthy scratch on certain nights. So I think they should shove Shore into the Spezza slot on occasion. And I think Pontus Aberg, if someone were to get hurt on one of the power play units, I could see him uh, playing like f- very minimally five-on-five five and play on the second power play unit. Because he's a That's good offensive player. He's a really good offensive player. The problem is he's kind of a dog in his own end. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, I like... I like the Pontus Aberg pickup just for the fact that you get some pretty amazing pen- penalty kill with that guy. Like he's fat. Isn't he really fast? He's fast. So he's an all, option. He's, yeah, he's, he might be dog shit in his own end, but I think pen- it's weird. They should get more creative with who they put on the penalty kill. I don't think five, he's ever done it. Five on five, Aberg to me is yeah. You you don't want to start him in your defensive zone. I get no. that, but it would be really cool to see a guy with that kind of speed play. Penalty kill because penalty kill is a little bit different. It's, it's not a, the same. It's right? not. No. It's mm-hmm. not the same kind of defense. Do you know what I'm saying? I know this yeah. sounds ridiculous. I but know. I know. I know where you're going. I think Auberg's the right guy to, or sorry, the wrong try. guy to, to plant that you th- flag. You with. think so? Yeah. Okay. I right, just fine. I just don't think he's as gifted there. But no, <sighs> I I see what you're saying. Okay. Could be sure. I don't know. Could be sure. It's funny reading the scouting report on him because they're like, yeah, he's really good at driving possession, can't shoot, and I'm like. You know, of all the skills, huh. you'd think that you'd be able to develop that. <laughs> yeah, well, and... It's like that, face-offs and shootings, like, you don't have to be Ovechkin, line A good. Well, and face-offs are like, you're going up against another guy who's really good at face-off. Shooting is, if you have a clear shot, that's up to you how hard and accurate that thing is. Yeah. So I guess he's more of a playmaker, but again, center, right-handed shot, uh, uh, playmaker uh, primarily... Which makes him a good Spetzer replacement on a lot of nights. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I see those four guys potentially playing some games. Garrett Wilson played most of his season in the NHL last year, but he didn't do anything. Now he's going to be an NHL guy. Yeah. Is Nick Batan on the team? There's another. Does he like, make the opening day roster? Oh, come on. Uh, guys, I don't know. So man, many questions. I don't think so. <laughs> so deep. I know. We're going really deep. <laughs> no, what I mean. No, I don't. I'm not making fun. No, like, but like, and Freddie the Goat all of a sudden is like the. Sixth line center. Can uh, Timishov be our second line center? Timishov. Repl- let's just replace Matthews. I wouldn't be surprised to see him get traded, uh, potentially in a package. Because mm. at some point, if you're a prospect, you go, all right, yeah, I got a shot, I got a shot. Yeah. I, and like, if I'm Timishov, I got to be looking at the situation right now and going, shit. Like, I don't know if I'm ever going to get a sniff. He's a guy. No, there'd have to be too many injuries. I'd, I'd say they might yeah, give him a shot on the power play. I just play, bring it up, because like, where does a guy like that, after seven guys sign, fit into this team? He's, I don't think he's on the they're going to make it. They're like, it's going to be AHL. Like, I, I yeah. think, again, maximum three of those guys make the team. Really, truly stay yeah, with the team. Think, but then there's there's room for two of them, really? Because it's Spezza in the middle on the fourth line. Yeah. And then who's who's on your right? Nick Shore? Well, who's your third line center? Uh, Are we uh, sure? Kerfoot. Are we sure? Because he so. played... He played mostly wing in Colorado. Yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah. Everyone's assuming that that is going to happen. It's weird. Nick Shore, uh, not Nick Shore, Kerfoot. Uh, Alex Kerfoot can play center. Is but He's sure. sort of getting the treatment that like I wish they would have gave Nylander once upon a time. 
Like, yeah, I like him more on the wing, but we're going to try him at center. So now he's sort of... Well, which is... Nylander, it seems like, ah, we're going to set him up to fail at center. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, what they've done. If, if You know what? Here's the deal. So we're going to try Nylander, and we're going to put him with Marlowe and Brown. I know. We we rip on, on <laughs> Babcock, but Babcock has been really good at managing the bench sometimes. he I find he manages it pretty decently in situations of need. Mm-hmm. And with Kerfoot, that might be a chance for him to shine. Like It might be a chance for you ride Matthews a bit, you ride Tavares a little bit at the beginning, you put Kerfoot in a position to succeed, give him a lot of offensive zone starts. At center. and At center. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You coddle him yeah. at center. Because, yeah, otherwise I don't really know what else you do. Is, it's not Gauthier. Couldn't be Spezza. It's not Spezza. It is not Could Gauthier. not be Spezza. Yeah. So. It's definitely not yeah, Gauthier. Spezza's just too slow now. Yeah, he's your fourth line. Unless, unless Shore is this miracle worker... It, and like you said, yeah, now we're getting really deep. Well, no, I meant deep as in like it's a deep question for Mike Babcock. Oh. I don't mean like we're getting too, this. What the, this, this show is for getting too deep. That's and, what we do here. Yeah, the and first they're, two they're lines figured out. That's I also thing. predict the yeah. Leafs are going to lose like two guys to waivers again. Because I I think they've put themselves in a position where they want to probably. Well, I don't know about it's if good they for the want to, but it's they. You know, why not give yourself as many chances as possible? All right, so if they take this guy and this guy, at least we have well, like the these five thing. guys. And mm-hmm. It's like the baseball thing. If we've got five guys that are basically the same and we lose two of them, so what? The Marlies are going to be a handsomely paid hockey team next year. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how many... Con- how do you use that? They yeah, have got 48. 48 slots. So, I mean, if you lose a couple, good. Yeah, because well, 48, Marner would be 49, mm-hmm. and if they sign Neuvert, they'd be 50, and I don't think they want to go to 50. Yeah. So, Jordan Schmaltz is another pickup they made. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's a right-handed defenseman. Steve, why didn't you make old. a video about that? Why didn't you make a video about that? I had Smash Fest that night, and then uh, I went out with my friends afterwards, and for the first time in a long time, I got a bunch of drinks at the bar. Hmm. Yes. I'm uh, sorry. That doesn't I know answer I the question but... why you didn't do the video. Oh, uh, hey everybody, uh, fucking <laughs> Jordan. We've <laughs> got Jaden Schwartz. I'm they freaking fleeced him. Ha- did this happen yesterday? Yeah, I believe you had all weekend. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Adam. Friday, Saturday, Saturday Sunday. I'm sorry. What day is it? What's name? it? Mo- a Monday? Four days. I'm not Monday. making two days late. Oh, no. Jordan Schmaltz video, let alone. Four days late. Jesse, I miscommitted Steve. Wow! I was on the radio today! (laughs) Steve, when did you stop caring? And I had to talk the whole time. Sports radio is harder, I said it. When did you stop caring? Yeah, it's harder to just rely on Scott MacArthur for all the knowledge. (laughs) Sorry. When did you stop caring? Uh, Right now. This this moment. I gotta tell you, I'm quite impressed with something, and I think there is... James Myrtle alluded to this um, last week, oh, you when you that? look at the cap friendly, a couple things stand out to you. What are in the cap world? Name some really important things that all winning teams need. Where the NHL is going? Okay, so names name something that you need. What do you need, Steve? Um, well, cheap young guys. Mm-hmm. You need, you also need expensive young guys. Yeah, I'm oh, talking yeah. about like what do you need to win to be a, a good team? A goalie. Yep. Okay. So there's that. Centers. Yep. Strong centers. And, I don't know, decent decor. No bad contracts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Zero bad contracts on this team. 
And even if Marner signs at 12, it's still not necessarily that bad. It's still Mitch Marner. Um, CC's still confusing, but it's one year. It's one year. Okay, so yeah, you know what? If you want to make the argument, CC's the bad contract. I, I sure. will not argue it's a bad contract. I won't argue that either. Fair. One bad deal, but it's for one year, so it's limited damage, shall it, it we say. It can be a bad contract without being a bad contract, if that makes sense. The other thing sense. I want to point out here. The youngest player on this team is Austin Matthews. Yep. 21 still? Yep. And he's the youngest. 22 in a month? Mitch Marner and him are the youngest. And then you've got... Mitch Marner's 22. Uh, and he'll be 23 this year. And then you've got Kapanen at 23. Nylander at 23. The average age of the forward core. Hazard a guess? 24 and a half. 25 and a half. 25 and a half. And it's slightly more because Zach Iman isn't on the list. Yet. Right. Yeah. But if, you, if Spets is not in the lineup... <laughs> Right. It's, it's like 19. Yeah. Uh, defense, 26.4. And your goaltending average, because both Anderson and Hutchinson, and I don't know how old Neuvirth is, in 28 or something, it's 29. There you go. That, I guess. Are, are we talking, like, we talk about how the NHL is moving in a direction where you got to get away from the 30-year-olds. You got to like, be. Like, I hate to say it that way, but you do. Yeah, you got to be in a sweet spot. You got to be in a sweet spot. It looks like almost all their guys are in a sweet spot. They don't have many bad deals. They got one. You could say, and yeah. maybe, and maybe Kobe, Cody CC's found money. Maybe he turns out to be okay, just not the bar so low for him. Well, like, yeah. Can you imagine if, if he scores in the, in the Leafs' first game of the season? If he's serviceable, ah! <laughs> oh yeah, I hope he does. Before the internet corrects you, Norvis is thirty-one. Oh, okay. just to oh, just to let you know, Jesse, how many goals <laughs> did CC have? Because why? I, why? Trust me. Why do you do it? No, trust because trust me. Does, who has more goals in the last three weeks? Uh-oh. You at instructional practice or Cody CC last season? Uh, I'm gonna say Steve at instruction. Wait, over how uh, how long? Uh, Cody CC played 74 games last year for the Senators. So I played in fewer games. So I'm higher goals per game. <laughs> oh my god! Probably less ice time too. Ooh. So I'm better. Cody CC had seven goals. He had seven goals. Actually? Yeah, that's oh, not okay. bad. I think he wins. Yes, <laughs> despite your. You played less games. I played less been. games, so I mean, Jesse, listen. If we're talking numbers here, we gotta. Yeah, you know what? We gotta be fair. <laughs> gotta get the to whole the picture here. First of all, there you are using rate. Okay, stats. why? Why did you want to bring up <laughs> Cody Cece's goal? Yeah, Steve. Why, oh, why because, did you want to get into that? Because this okay, for this. <laughs> no, here's why. He forgot why, by the way. Just so you know. No, I remember now. So I thought about. Making my Borgman video, and then I decided, wait, no, I'm enjoying my Saturday too much. Mm-hmm. But you know who wasn't enjoying their Saturday? Who? who the majority of Leafs Twitter, for some reason, because they decided Saturday was Garrett Sparks' canceled day. <laughs> and there was a, an epic thread, I can't remember who put it up, and it was just all bad Garrett Sparks goals. Ooh. Like, goals like the ones he let in? Yeah. I think the comments Not that the he ones made... he scored, certainly. Rightly or wrongly. So why no? Why did you bring up Cody Cece? Because Cece had two of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, okay, that's oh, there you go. <laughs> Full no circle. Because uh, I, I thought I thought he scored three goals, and yeah. I started to get worried because I'm like, two of them were brutal Sparks goals. <laughs> I all right. So okay. he had five NHL goals and two on Garrett Sparks. So Garrett Sparks' comments over the weekend, Adam. Yeah. So okay. Let's rewind to that, yeah. because I thought that was interesting. A lot of people, myself included, were like, excuse me? Excuse me? Um, and, it, and I think rightfully so. Now, I was corrected by several people in a way, but I also don't think I'm totally wrong here. Mm. You are, though. I, well, 
I mean, listen, <laughs> I could post anything on the internet and something will be wrong, right? Like, it's, yeah. it's all a matter of perspective on this one. But here's Garrett Sparks' quotes. All I've wanted is a fair opportunity, come camp, to try to make the team. And I think I'll get a greater opportunity in Vegas than I would have in Toronto. Okay. Which is not untrue. You know what? Yes, everyone was like, they lost two goalies for you. You were the fourth best goalie in camp, and they handed you which, the backup job. Which is all true as well. Also true. But you can't tell me with a straight face, Babcock went into last season going, this is my goalie, I'm going to give him a shot. Mm-hmm. Now, you can argue that you know, that's maybe one of his stick-in-the-mud things with Dubas where he was actually right. Screw you, this kid's no good. Mm-hmm. But he, I feel like if you are on the Toronto Maple Leafs, you should do everything in your power to make the rest of the Toronto Maple Leafs good. You or, don't feel that Sparks did better. that? No, I don't think Babcock did that oh, with Sparks. I there were some negative clouds hanging over the Leafs last year. Yeah. Now, he did give him the third start of the season, mm-hmm. which I was surprised with. Wow. And what a start it was. Gracious. The Blackhawks game. Remind people. Nobody remembers it like you yes. remember it, okay? Sorry. The yeah, Blackhawks yeah. game. I'm sure you guys all remember. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> game well, three of 82. Well, so I, <laughs> yeah. Game three of 82. I'll tell you everything that happened. So the Leafs win their uh, first game of the season on home ice. John Tavares' home debut. It's friggin' am- uh, amazing. And that's when they lost to the Senators in game two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which so, I was so they mad win 3 2 in overtime, but get shit kicked by the Habs from start to finish of the game. Yep. And just yep. happen to win. Then they lose to the Sens in their second game. And I'm like, wait a sec. The Sens were supposed to win negative four games. How did that happen? The next game was against Chicago. The Leafs are down two goals in like five minutes. And I'm like, this team stinks. What's going on here? Leafs roar back. Um, I can't remember if that was that the Tavares hat trick game. I think he might have had a hat trick. Uh-huh. And uh, Austin Matthews scores with like, I think, less than a minute and a half left. He does the ear celebration to the whole oh, so great. madhouse. That that celebration is in NHL 20, or at least it's in the beta. That celebration is in it, and I hate that celebration. You know why? Why? Because Patrick Kane scored like 15 seconds later mm-hmm. on Spark- Sparks had to shut the door for like 90 seconds, maybe less. And he like barely even reacted. And that was the and the body language every time a goal goes in. That game it's Brian Burke talks about a preseason game when the Leafs got Vesatoskala or no, it wasn't when they got Vesatoskala cuz Toskala They had him. Toskala that was, was a, good. He was a Ferguson pick though. He was a Ferguson trade, was he not? Yes, he was. Yeah, I think you're right. And he was good for at least a season. I remember the cover of the hockey news. The Leafs will go as far as Vesatoskala will take him. And, and there were a lot of nights where he so was far. a man on an island. Yep. Uh, and then one day he didn't have it at all. And Burke was like, nope, we're going into the season with him as a starter. He played a preseason game and he got scored on seven times, seven different ways. And and they asked Burke after the fact, and he's like, that game was the game I realized, uh-oh, we're boned. And the Blackhawks game with Sparks was a little bit of that for me. I outwardly was defending him, for sure, but like in the back of my mind, I'm like, holy shit, that's tough. 
He had a little streak where he improved a bit. But then he got the concussion. Playing mm-hmm. once a friggin' month, and he gets a concussion from a Nylander shot in practice, Willie. Which was his fault. Because he tried to, he hit it with his head. Oh my god, who oh, said that? Was <laughs> I, I do remember that. Do you remember, those remember Twitter, that. that Twitter thread? Yeah, yeah, Jesse's being though. sarcastic for anybody oh, who yes, doesn't yes, know. Yes. Yeah, explain that. He's being sarcastic, so, but he's referring when, to a thing people said. Yeah, when he got hit in the head in the mask uh, during practice from Nylander shot, there was multiple Twitter threads about how goalies shouldn't be leading with their head yeah. and that it was Sparks' fault for getting hit in the head with a puck. And and they linked to a video from yeah. Casimir Kaskiswo of him intentionally taking pucks to the head right. and how to direct them properly. No, kids, this is how you <laughs> properly direct pucks with your head. And Garrett Sparks doesn't know how to do that. What? <laughs> Ah, so like that. <laughs> that was that a moment is, in time. That was a moment in time. Garrett Sparks had a wild <laughs> season for a guy who played less than twenty games or whatever it yeah, was. He did, and that was on. That was on uh, the argument of, I don't know about necessarily the Leafs or Babcock, but a lot of people were never willing to give Garrett Sparks a chance when he gets a concussion because yeah. his teammate shot too high in practice, and it's his, his. fault. Because the goalie enough. got in front of a puck. Are you okay? That was the main criticism of him, is he didn't get in front of enough of pucks. And then when he got... <laughs> that was insane. That was insane. So but, he never stood a chance amongst the fans, it looks like. But but then there's but the other side... But overcome that. There's the other side that wanted to give him too much of a chance. And were like, Garrett Sparks oh, is the yeah, future. Still, yeah, there's still. still that, who are like, oh, they should have never gotten rid of him for the Clarkson deal and whatever. Well, and I... I think that where Garrett Sparks lost me, and this, this maybe this is me in my 30s, but when they were playing that St. Pat's game, and he goes, "Wow, we just need to work harder." Uh, that, that game was like one of the lowest I've felt as a Leaf fan. Yeah, which is crazy because they were still very good, and I. But I was just like, well, and it, they were too close to the playoffs and too close to an inevitable series with the Bruins. And I was just like, this team sucks. This is they were so bad. This is a guy who was in the middle of a two seven and zero run, eight nine nine save percentage in his last ten games. I can't believe it was that high. And I, I, so this is where, this is where that comment about I'm just looking for a fair opportunity or yeah. an opportunity, dude. You had opportunities. He's, Sorry, like, and and we wouldn't be talking about this mm-hmm. if you'd seized it. And if you shut your mouth, because I can tell you, it wasn't the it wasn't necessarily the performance this season that got him booted out of town. I don't think it was. I, think, I really I don't think, think it was. There's some there's a Stroman thing going on. There. I absolutely shut your without mouth a being little. the quality of Marcus Stroman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I think I think that the I think the team was probably not thrilled because that Garrett Sparks loves to talk to the media. He does. He just he's he's been that way since he was in the AHL. And f- when when you're winning, that's great. He's insightful. He he, he is a championship ring, and he's not yeah. a bad person. We're not vilifying him. However, he said something he shouldn't have in a moment when he shouldn't have. And we're people that are like, please talk, please NHLers, <laughs> please talk. But at that point, for the team, based on the hockey culture, the way it is, not a good situation. And where I take issue is all I've wanted is a fair opportunity. Well, I think, you, and I, I mean, think, he's going to get more starts in Vegas just because their goalie is older, mm-hmm. and the Leafs' plan from the beginning was to ride Freddie into the dirt. 
We'll see if they do it again. I don't think they will. And I actually, I God, said this. I hope not. And this was very unpopular with um, the Leafs Geeks podcast that I did on Thursday night. But I think Michael Neuverth is going to come in and solve a lot of problems. I think that is an extraordinarily optimistic way of looking I, at it. I hope you're right. Well, okay. Why I think is that's that what optimistic, they're hoping. though? Ask, let me, let me ask you why. He was injured and dreadful last year. Now, if he returns to... There's a lot of ifs involved, right? First off, but, he played seven games last year. Yeah. Yeah. And in those seven games, he was dreadful. He was dreadful. But, but the season before that... I'm far more discouraged by the fact that he was injured than the fact he had... Seven bad games. But let me let me hit you this. You know what I mean? Season before that, twenty two games, nine fifteen save percentage, two sixty goals against. That's very the season good. before that, the Flyers suck. So did he. Eight ninety one save percentage That's... and a two eighty two goals against average. Season huh. before that, this is fifteen sixteen, two twenty seven, and a point nine two four save percentage. And then he stunk with when he was with the Islanders, and then was pretty good with the Sabers the first. Now two you're going back a little bit. Too way far. too far. But yeah, here's but, here's the uh-huh. thing. This guy's he's hot and he's cold. Season by season, he's good, and then the next season, he sucks. Yeah. Like, guys, I don't think, like, just because he said the right things and he had a couple decent games with the Leafs, Michael Hutchison's not going to come in and post, like, a 9-12. No, he's not. As a backup. At least, At least with Neuvirth, he has. Well, it, yes. Well, and Hutchison, you know, still might. He had... No. He come was, on. He was another guy who was... The year Garrett Sparks won goalie of the year, Hutchison might have won it had he played more games. He was real good. Um, but every opportunity, like with the Jets and with the with the Panthers, yeah, yep. his numbers with the Panthers, he was like an eight five or something like that. He couldn't stop a beach the, ball. The Leafs need a nine nine oh five to nine ten goalie okay. in their backup. The That's Leafs what they need. need a goalie who can play. The Leafs need Freddie Anderson to not play sixty plus games. That's what I mean, though. Yeah. And to get him to not play sixty plus games, you need a nine oh five to a nine ten save percentage goalie. That's you also got to sit Mike down. And go, okay, here, let's look at it on the schedule. And heading into the season, Freddie will not play on these nights. Yeah. And we can adjust it based on need and whatever. But we got to head into the season with an actual game plan. I agree. How do we not ride our starter? He's got to be in like the 50 game range. Yeah, something like that. Well, look at what yeah. Tuka Rast did with that, yeah. right? It's a, He's the perfect example. And Him I, and Halak. They spent too yeah. much money mm-hmm. on Halak. Well, more money than other teams. Sure, paid, paid off, off for them. Paid yep. off. But Le- at, Leafs can't do that, but so I that look makes at it tough. Neuvirth, and here's a guy with a pedigree, and Mike Babcock loves his vets. He loves, loves a little bit vets. of pedigree. Loves guys that, well, he's been there before, been a pro for a long time. This guy is perfect for this. I, I don't know why people are not talking more about this. I'm super optimistic about this. And you know what? If he does suck, they'll find out in camp. He's on a PTO. Who cares? Yeah, it's a rehabilitation project. I, sure. I think that this guy's the next guy for at least the season. And I, I really believe that he's the right guy. You got him for nothing and you could, because you couldn't spend. This offseason, there's nothing that they could do about the backup goaltending situation. They had too much else to worry about. They have a good number one. Yeah, the number two kind of stinks, but we'll deal with that in a bit. They got their right-handed shot defensemen. They got Cody Ceci. They got Tyson Berry. Yay! <laughs> yeah. um, and Berry is... The, the more I look at the roster, the more I'm like, yeah, Barry is head and shoulders above any right-handed shot they've had. We've in like seen, a he's decade. better than any right-handed shot we've seen in our lifetime, Steve. Uh, On the Leafs. Better than hey, any right-handed who, shot we've seen in our lifetime. Was Demetrius Gavich a right-hander? Doesn't matter. What yes, is, it does. He's a 20-point-a-game player, or 20-point-a-season guy. What? He's me in NHL? <laughs> he's garbage. Well, he wasn't garbage. He was good, but he was defensive and in a different era. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think you're right when when you talk about this team convincing you in camp. I think they're a far more balanced team. I think they're a far more dubious team. Um, and if you look at all the things that the Leafs needed to get done in the offseason, they've done them. I know. I just I I compare them to their playoff selves. Mm-hmm. Right? It's evaluation of the Leafs is different than evaluation of most other teams. Because they play the same team in the first round every year. <laughs> and so every year I put them up against that team. And I go, okay, how far away were they from that team? And have they pushed themselves over the edge to beat them? You know? Most other teams don't look at it that way. Mm-hmm. They just go, are we better on paper? I don't know. I don't know. Like, But leave it, we got to look at it in, in this imperfect, scarred way. I don't know. But I, I think they are going to sell me in camp. Their problems are pretty peripheral. Yeah. The bottom pair worries me. They can fix Who it. Cares? They have six lines. Uh, literally six lines of offense. Um, and your backup, I mean, Jesus, you can solve that pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And you know what? When is going to be, when is it going to be their turn to get the, when did this guy learn how to play goalie guy? Yeah, they've never really had that, have they? Like, well, it's it's rare. You could some people would argue Reimer was that guy, mm-hmm. um, and he, Jesus, like he had a couple seasons where, like, even when they drafted him, I don't think they knew he could do that. But like, I'm talking about a, this is an extreme version. You know who was like a nine two five in fifty five games last who? year? Darcy Kemper. Wow. What? <laughs> what? I remember watching that guy earlier in his career, and I know, you know, young goalies thrust into situations maybe they shouldn't be in, and I was just like, this kid is not going to make it. He could not stop stopping pucks last year for the Coyotes. He almost dragged that team to the playoffs. You're coming with me. You and all your the three retired guys that I play with, you're all coming with me. We're going. Like, where I want them to, I don't know who it's going to be, like Devin Dubnik randomly learning how to play goalie after God knows how many years and how many teams. Like, I would love for that to happen. Do you know who was a 9-2-8 in 31 games? A 9-2-8 in 31 games last season. Last season. So he wasn't... So was he a backup or was he a starter who got hurt? A backup. He ranks third in the whole league in save percentage of goalies who played 25 or more games. David Rich. W- was it Thomas Grice? No, fifth. What? Okay. Um, <laughs> so it's not Yarl Rich? Halak. Nope. Okay. No. Ninth. Ninth. Damn. Corey Crawford? Jack Campbell. Goaltender for the oh, LA Kings. Oh, wow. Yeah. You can Corey find Crawford. somebody. Why did I say yeah, that? You yeah, can. You it's can. not. That's just. And Jack Campbell <laughs> was. <laughs> I remember. I, t- I I sat next to a scout at the yeah. 2010 World Juniors in Saskatchewan, and Jack Campbell was the goalie. I think he was. He started that tournament the back of goalie for the states because he was the kid. Mm-hmm. And it was his drafter. Oh, I tell you, you can't miss with this kid. He's got ice in his veins. He told me that. He goes, he has ice in that's his veins. This said. kid. Yeah. That's and fun. And go look at his career. It's. We'll give him a shot. We'll give him a shot. Bum. 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 Amazing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's injuries, it's in their head, it's whatever it is, and then it clicks. Where's their Jack Campbell? That's what Maybe I'm Joseph Wool comes in, and he well, knocks her socks off. they've been talking about him for a while. That's yeah. interesting. 
He's Ian Scott. I think I, by the sounds of it, it sounds like we'll, we'll, I think the ceiling is higher. Yep. What about uh, Double K? Casimir Kaskiswo, I. He, it'd be great if he came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It'd be great. If, he, uh, had, he had a really good playoff. He had two games up with the least last year, right? Yeah, I don't think he played, though. No. And no. the problem with him is that he has to come out of nowhere because no one really believes that he's ready. Like, it's, <laughs> he had a it's, good it sucked playoff, that way. Yeah, he did. He had a like, good playoff. It's kind of funny. But you know, heading like, into the playoffs, like he had, like I remember the, the first good like, game. Whoa, everyone's like, "Look at that! Whoa! Out of nowhere! Out of nowhere! Like yeah. that's I, I don't know. That's I, such a long shot. You're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. But I guess that's well. What that's why I'm for. saying, like, that's where's what, ours? Yeah. Oh, where's our long shot? Where's ours? But we should. We can't be betting on those. No, I don't think they are. You can't bet on a long shot. I'm betting on Neuwirth. Flag planted. Yeah. I'm getting a Neuwirth Leafs jersey. I'm gonna get it. Whoa! Can I bet on Nick Shore? Uh, I think that's a pretty easy bet. Shot. The guy who doesn't have a contract <laughs> is the far longer long. Yeah. No, I'm gonna bet on 15 goals for Nick Shore. There <laughs> is a bet. You know what? He can play 82 can... games and probably still not even like hit five. No. Could you could you bet on 15 goals for Marner? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, but you don't think uh, he's gonna play? Goal gonna guy. Be. You don't think he's gonna play all year? Well, I I think he's going to December 1st because now they can. No, he's no no way. I now now they can. No way. Why would you have done the Clarkson deal then? Okay, protection. You know, the the Nylander situation last year was a nightmare, but and and I think Dubas regrets it. The one good thing to come out of it is it was basically a a slideshow on why not to do that. <laughs> Hi, do you want to be miserable for yeah. like an entire year of and your it life? And really did, Kat. The whole, the whole season last year felt a little cursed. Well, we've talked it? about that yes. a number of times. It was, it was yes. exhausting. Because it yeah. was. When we, when we wrapped up on July 1st, I was done. Mm-hmm. I was done. I was cooked. I came in here a bunch of times, and I'm sure it really elevated the mood of the room when I was like, I don't feel like talking about hockey today. It was just enough. We need a yeah. fun season. Yeah. Yes. This coming year. I hope it's fun. That's up to us, I think. Like, the, mm. the Nylander thing... No, if Marner sits out to December 1st, that's not fun. That's not our problem. No. that's. I think right. it'll be less hard than Nylander, though. No, but, like, Nylander sat out... No, I think... Well, because Nylander was sitting out, and they were still great. Yeah. They were still great, and we didn't enjoy a second of it. As, like, a fan base. Yeah, because we I knew... Was, you know what it was? We knew that... We knew that there were ma- massive holes in that team. Mm-hmm. And we had seen them season after season after season. We knew. Like, it's one thing when when you have a problem and you and you realize halfway through the season, well, shit, Nikita Zaisev's a bit of a problem, eh? Yeah. But that, and he even improved. But that was season two and a half, three of Nikita Zaitsev. Yeah. Still a problem. They did go out and do the Muzzin deal. They did go out and do the Muzzin deal, which was great. And And then Babs coming and shitting on it. They do the Matthews contract. Marner's people shit on it. Mm -hmm. It was... was Every bit of good news was met with, like, a subtle fuck you. You get to the playoffs, you play Boston, you're like, this is our... We got it. We have the three-headed monster. Kadri gets suspended. Yeah! (laughs) Again. Yeah. And uh, what what gets me is that... After game one, where they dominated them. Unbelievable. Oh, sorry. Like, when Mike Babcock (laughs) said that about Jake Muzzin... And now he said, well, you know, some words were maybe misconstrued or whatever. That was not misconstrued. No. We're not stupid, Mike. We speak English, Mike. You, you spoke out of turn, and you fucked up, and you yeah. shouldn't have said it. Yeah. W- way to welcome a guy who was a fucking warrior for the Leafs, too. He was great. Yeah, and where... Yeah, can you imagine where, what playing Leafs, without him there, Mike? What would yeah. Boston series look like, look like without Jake Muzzin? Five. Five, five for Boston. Maybe five. Yeah. Oh. He, was, he was real good. Ah, 
So this is the thing. Ah! I think that this year we're looking at a team that while they may be the same talent level, are far more um, far more talented in the areas that they needed to be. Well, and their their young, <coughs> skilled guys are so much more refined. Yeah. Your right. gains are just guys getting better. I'm excited for... I really want Matthews to have an uninterrupted season. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Marner comes in, he's with Tavares. He also was fine. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if he missed any games last year. Tavares? No, Marner. Oh, no, Marner. He, no, Marner played, 80, played like 81 or something. 82. He might have missed one. Yeah. yeah so And none on the fourth line, but remember the season before when he did? That was shitty. And have like let's a four-point game with Matt Let's Martin. make the Leafs pay. It's, yeah, let's definitely do that. <laughs> but Matthews, it'd be nice. And people saying he's injury-prone. The second I saw that hit, I was like, that sucks. Yeah, that's not He went from prone. full speed to dead stops because he got checked shoulder-to-shoulder shoulder on Jacob Truba. Like. Yeah. 77, 82, 82 for Marner, by the way. So it's yeah, so he yeah he missed. I think he had cracked ribs the year before. Or was that his rookie year? I can't remember. The rookie year, yeah, five games he missed, and that's it for his entire career. Oh so wait, so 77, 70, 82, 82? Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be nice to get Matthew some of that because I I think some of the holes in his game could probably be explained by missing too much time. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see him with Willie. All that stuff. That was the one thing uh, people kept. You know, to take a break from the Sparks hate fest, some of which was very interesting. Um, to take a break from that, some people were like, "Yeah, well, here's Willie's numbers, and imagine if they play him with Matthews." And they showed what their numbers were. Holy shit! I can't believe the Leafs just sat on that and chose not to use it. Oh, it depends on if you think it's going to happen this year. It's mm-hmm. gonna. It's gonna. We What's don't. Gonna we it's don't gonna. know that. Yes, Kerfoot <laughs> would have to be so trash at center. Yeah. And Nylander and Austin would have to, at the same time, not be working. What if Babcock says, I'm going to put Nylander on the third line? I march my ass to Scotiabank Arena and have a word <laughs> with Michael. I'll put X-Lax in his coconut water. I'll, I, I don't know, man. That's brutal. We'll see. We will see. We'll see. <laughs> that will be interesting. How much, how much <laughs> of the anxiety around this team it revolves around we just don't trust the coach? Well, I, <clears throat> how, I think, how does he get it back? I think he uses the team to their the best of their ability. And I think the fact is, listen, Mike Babcock's a brilliant coach. There's no doubting it. The question is, is he a brilliant coach now? For this team. For this team. Like, that's for me, that's I don't the know key. If, I don't know if he can properly earn my trust back until they win the first round. Hmm. That's fair. Because those are your expectations for the overall team. But if he has, he has could have a good regular season. Start the season first five games. You play on the guys nicely. Then it's like it's all fine. It's a bit more of a process thing. Yeah, like, it's like not an immediate. Games, hey, one game at a time kind of thing. It's over over a course yeah. of the season. I believe. You know? I believe that they also got to finish higher than third in the division. Mike Babcock's got to know right now that that you know this doesn't go well. Another first round exit and he's gone. And while you would look at it and go, well, he made X a million, he made a million dollars, gazillions of dollars, and I think the Leafs, do the Leafs not have an out this year with him? Oh, I don't know. Kyle Dubas has it written into his contract that he can fire Mike Babcock, I know that. Okay. That's so, what we talked about. But, but the, I, I thought that there was, in the eight-year deal that he signed, a fifth year, some sort of, like, both sides can part ways or something like that. Uh-huh. And it doesn't matter, the Leafs can pay him out anyway, and Mike can walk away with all that money and then go work somewhere else or whatever. But Mike Babcock is a very proud man. Yes. And what's on his, on the line right now 
with Mike Babcock Legacy. after the last two seasons. Legacy and pride. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't matter. I mean, listen, he won the cup in Detroit. No one will ever take that away in Detroit. It's an original six team, and that was a classic lineup. Nicholas Lidstrom's last real hurrah. They make the finals twice in a row. It was amazing. Yeah, but but he went to Toronto. He could have gone to Buffalo for more money. He could have gone to a couple other places for more money. He came to Toronto because he wanted to win in Toronto. Because Mike Babcock, like all of us who perform for a living, which is what he's doing, has a healthy ego. And he wants to win here because, as Brian Burke says, what did he say? It's the Holy Grail. Uh, oh, yeah. You win in it's, Toronto, it's, it's, it's over. It's different. It's different. I'm sorry. Our cup is better than your cup. <laughs> I, that that I is the reality. And I'm sorry. I don't, I don't, Our <laughs> cup, hey, listen. has your team won recently? That's great. Not yeah. as good. <laughs> if, if, <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Who's yeah. more recently, the Marlins or the Yankees? Uh, the Yankees. Yankees. Because the Marlins won recently in 2001? Right? Yeah, they won like in 01, and then they won another one in like, I want to say t- 2010 or something like that. And the last Yankees no. World Series win was 09. If I remember correctly. The Marlins won, was it, it was 98, 2001. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. I just, I remember one of the years or maybe both. Well, whatever the year was, whatever the year they played the Yankees. I was off by one year on each. So. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. The, the, the Yankees is, were paying more of their salary than they were? Yeah. Because of the luxury tax but, or whatever? But what's amazing is that the Marlins won two championships no one talks about it. Everyone's talking. You go to New York? Yeah, what? Oh, nine, baby. Oh, nine, it was a big year. We're going to get back there. Like, it's it's, they, it's something that they talk about. When I've gone to Yankee Stadium and I've seen the game, which, by the way, is such, a, such an experience. you got to do it. Um, that's what they're talking about. It's when New York wins, when the when the Lakers win the the championship again, that will be far bigger than the Raptors ever winning. Far bigger. And but within Toronto, yeah, we're like f you, they won. So if you're a fan base right now, hearing what I'm saying, and you're going what? Listen, I totally get it, and you're not even right, and I'm wrong. However, I'm right, and <laughs> it's it's big to you in your city. Mm-hmm. There's you can't tell me there's something there isn't something a little extra magical you, about the Leafs. Do you winning. not think that there was a reason that NHL 20 put out their beta uh, their their beta video and it's Boston and Toronto play? Oh, it made me very upset. <laughs> can we just that there was obviously a reason for can that? Can we also just say that the NHL cover 20 is bad? That picture of Matthews yeah, is a bad a picture. Fo- it looks like a bad Instagram shot. Yeah, well, and when you when you look at the actual photo that it's based off. Like, all the changes, you're like, why did you do that? Yeah, the photo itself is just a better photo. He, it's like, it's like a covert, uh, like, campaign to get Matthews to rejoin, or rejoin, to uh, jump ship and go to the Coyotes by (laughs) shaping him like the Picasso dog logo, right? It's just, it's strange. There's a, he reminds me of the, one of the characters in The Simpsons got like high once or something, and they mm-hmm. followed a coyote through the desert. That's what he looks like. Uh, you know what I'm talking when, about? That's uh, when Homer ate the. He went to the chili contest, and you remember he had a spoon, oh. his wooden spoon that he used, and then they gave him the hot, the hot chili, and then he he ate the pepper hole, and he put it on his tongue, and then it burnt his tongue, and then he went out into the the <laughs> desert, into the desert, and then the coyote was talking to him in the sky. Yes, yeah, that was that episode. Oh, okay. Yes. Thank you very yeah, much. You're welcome. Thank you very I know, much. I we that. needed that. Um, have you played it yet? <laughs> uh, the, the beta, beta 20? No, no. 
Uh, is it good? Is it good? The passing is really, really, really different. You know how you could, oh. you could. Well, it's harder for me because I play D. But if if I just want to hurl, you play D, but also center. Yeah. Well, it de- <laughs> depends how like good my teammates are. And goalie. Are. So like, it, yeah, and goalie. You know, it depends how good my teammates are. So, um, instead of just hurling the puck up the ice, and it uh-huh. probably hits one of the two people that tape are up to there tape or whatever. Every time. No, I ice the no. puck a lot. I I pull his eyes. I find it really funny that you're worried about passing. You. <laughs> wow. I mean, like, does this, this doesn't affect you. So you, I was <laughs> playing with two guys the other day, and they're like, wow, like Adam and Jesse chirp you for not passing, but like you're passing all the time out does here. Your I'm like, yeah, well, you guys are good. <laughs> does your controller Jesse's- have a right trigger? Jesse's yeah, amazing. it does. It does. Oh, yes, I wasn't aware. Believe it or no, not, he, it I broke wasn't off aware. When he was throwing it at the screen, <laughs> lo- losing the last. Uh, one. That only happened to one of my controls. <laughs> hey, by the way, um, I'm just reading a story here. You know that Marcus Stroman trade. Yes. Mm-hmm. So apparently, for the is first it Ma- time, Marcus Stroman. Is Marcus. It? The, apparently, for the first time in a long time, the Blue Jays did not open their clubhouse after the game to the reporters. Mm-hmm. So there was a commotion. I saw the tweets about this. I'm excited. Evidently. And the Mets let him talk about this today, too, and confirm it. Oh, they did? And no. his dad. So let me confirm. Who is the scariest man Earl on Stroman? the planet? I haven't seen him. He Earl. looks... He could beat up, like, Scott Steiner, like, professional wrestlers. He's the rock. Is he... Is He's he, bigger than the rock, Hold I on. Think. Is he tall enough? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Come on! If you're gonna pump heart Ooh. doesn't measure or height doesn't measure heart forever, Ooh. you're gonna get a little bit of a chirp. Come uh, on. Adam's new clothing line, depth measures impact. <laughs> he's he's just gonna mash you into the earth's crust. I liked Marcus Stroman. Look up Marcus Stroman dead. Okay, okay. Earl Stroman. Th- I wanna hear the story. No. Please F that. Please let him F tell that. The story. So Oh boy, he is big. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, you wanna rock. talk that shit now? He's talk not, that shit now. He's Adam. not taller though. Um, wow. so, he's not. Okay, what do you want to say? What? So apparently there was a reason that it was closed, and Marcus Stroman, after finding out he was going to the Mets, who are worse than the Jays, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, if they're, they're not, they're just no, bad. They're, they're, not, in but a they're worse. five games under five hundred, but yeah, they're, they're not in worse divisions. Yeah, yeah, they just yeah. the Mets are the Mets and they usually suck. And I believe Marcus Stroman's from New York. Yes, but he, he had a picture of him as a kid with a uh, with Mets gear. I don't know if that yeah. means he was actually a fan. Hmm. He's a but, kid. He's wearing, a, and it's weird because they're also supposed to be sellers and they're supposed to be trading Noah Syndergaard this offseason. Yeah, but they need somebody to but pitch for them. They also acquired a young pitcher, and it's so weird. I don't know yeah. what they're doing. Um, I think they should just keep the rotation that they have. But anyway. Um, Apparently, he was pissed. Marcus Stroman was pissed. A, how they handled it, but B, that he was not traded to the Yankees, Red Sox, or Astros. And Earl Stroman Wait, did an interview. Wait, he said this? Yeah. Well, he what he said publicly was that he was upset with the way they handled some things, and he let them know it. This is what he said today. But Earl Stroman said this. This is his dad. Yeah, with Newsday in New York. He was hoping it would be the Yankees a little bit. He was kind of psyched, maybe hoping to go there. I'm not going to tell you he wasn't, if he was to leave Toronto at all. Don't forget, Marcus loved Toronto. His heart was there. The brass did not appreciate him as much as the fans did. The whole country took him as they took to me. Stroman, uh, and then it says, basically, he said he was built for this, as in playing in New York. New York is the mecca of the world. I love the excitement. I love the bright lights. I love competition. I love pressure. So I've always loved pitching here, as in Yankee Stadium. Uh, even if I haven't necessarily pitched fairly well here, I've always enjoyed it. I love the spotlight. I've always wanted to be the moment. It's kind of where I've always wanted to be. So, the Mets pick up this guy, and on the first day, the PR team 
allows his father and him to both sort of claim. Now, Marcus didn't claim this, but his father did that, of course, the Mets are not the desired destination. If they're only five games under 500, they could still turn around. Imagine, yeah, but it's not up to you to where you get traded if it's not written in your contract that you get a decision where you get traded. True. That's your thing. You can't complain. So he he basically yelled at them for not trading him. You're going to trade me. Trade me to a contender. They don't have to, though. It's it's actually a shame that we won't get to see him in the playoffs because he was very good in the playoffs. I agree. He's a very good pitcher. Yeah. That's the thing. He's great. It's just funny to watch. You're not allowed to criticize him. What? You're not allowed to criticize him because, oh, a player finally shows personality. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's, stop. Stop. What are you, you don't see, listen, talking shit to the opponents, staring into the other dugout, I love that. Yeah, that's that, why I love Strong. I, I like, yes. love that, but you can't, you've never looked at his Twitter and gone, ugh. Oh, like, yeah. You've never gone, wow, you seem like a taxing person. Yeah. A little bit, and oh well, he did this, and he did all these nice things that every athlete does. Like, yes, I got it. Some of those I things should it. be bare minimum things. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he talked to this kid. You should. Yeah. You should. Good. That's I. That yes, it's part of the gig. But I can imagine day to day. You is, know those. What does that Marcus have to say? Those people whose good qualities are are great. But their bad qualities are horrible. Yeah. Well, and that's that's the thing is that I think there are people that have a timeline. Mm. It's like uh, uh, there are general managers, there are presidents, there are executives that have a three to four year timeline. There are those that can stay for a while and then there are those that are like, I'm good for about five years. And then people stop listening to me. I saw a few people. Well, what about Trevor Bauer? Everyone thinks Trevor Bauer's a nut. What are you saying? He is. He's crazy. Yes. And people try to go to him on Twitter now. They just like because tweet, they can. They tweet shit, and he's like, "See, I see you trying to goad me, see, but you're not gonna get under my skin." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and, but they're both different versions of that. Yeah. Trevor Bauer, I'll never let you get to me, piece of shit. And that's just at his teammates. You son of a piece of garbage! Did you see him throw the ball over second? Yeah, yeah. where he chucked it in the, <laughs> the center field. He didn't see it. He got pulled from the game. And his center fielder's looking out at the at the fans. Yeah, well, and the he center fielder has the duff- ball over yeah. the center fielder. The center fielder thought it was like a ball hit. <laughs> and Terry Francona, who is about that life, said, get the fuck yeah, off the field Terry, right For now. anybody who doesn't know, Trevor Bauer is a pitcher for the Cleveland Indians. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. and Terry Francona is a seasoned veteran general manager, or uh, sorry, just clubhouse manager <laughs> who does not put up with that crap. If any of you uh, vaguely remember the name, you'll know him as the pitcher who had to be pulled early from a Jays playoff game because he was bleeding profusely because he cut himself on a drone. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, so there was that. Yeah, but fuck you, you know, I'll never let you get to me. And then there's Strowman who just, height doesn't measure heart, man, always got got that calm mentality, always got that cheesy Instagram quote, whatever, yep. and I'm just like, dude, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, wicked guy. I love watching the city. Him love. I would, and having said all these things, I'd rather he be a Blue Jay today. Oh, yeah. I would rather. I can put up with that shit. What I can't put up yes. with is losing. Yeah. And he I, wasn't losing. No, and and I, I can I can put up with a lot of things. I wasn't in that clubhouse. Yeah. So I don't know. Sorry, I've talked about this all day. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, I wasn't in that clubhouse. But all I know is he could pitch in the Jays team pitchers, and he's not old. Mm-hmm. So what the hell? 
Um, but just hearing that, oh yeah, well, imagine like the Leafs sign a guy, or like just traded for a guy. Imagine if Tyson Berry was like, yeah, well, you know, I wish I got traded to the Habs, but... <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. The next day? Yeah. At all, but the next day? I feel like Mets shut fans... Shut up! I feel like Mets fans are a bit like the Islanders fans. They get outshone consistently by the other New York team, but they are probably... Some of the most passionate people with zero results. I'm telling you, it's like your, they get it's, nothing, and yet they are they are there every game. Change from blue and orange. It's a bad combo. Stop it. By the way, what did you think of the Andre Vasilevsky deal? Um, eleven point six of the cap, I believe. Eleven point six percent of the cap is what he was signed for. Yeah, nine point five million dollars for eight years. Um. Okay. Hope it works out for you. Like it's. It's to the point, it's funny, like, we talk about, like, Mitch and how he wants, like, a five-year or whatever, and I'm like, oh, I don't know, and then they announced the, you know, a big money signing for eight years. Boy, that's a lot of money for eight years. And when it's your goalie, it's tough. It's and it tough, doesn't man. kick in until next season. No, this year he makes three and a half. It's weird that they signed it so early. Um, well, because if he wins another Vesna. You well, know. He's, he's not going to get more than 9.5, I don't think. I think he this is... could ask for what Bobrovsky got, which was more than that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, I, mean, I was, I was going to say, I think it's the same deal he'd get, even if he has a great season. Not Why that... not wait and see if he has a good season? Uh, well, yeah. I, we've seen so many cases where, like, like, dude, the season Drew Doughty had last year, like, I think he's a good defenseman, but Jesus Lord, that guy is making eleven million dollars kicking in this year. I can't wait till he's a Leaf in four years. Mm, don't in think four so. years? No, that would be a disaster. The yeah. retained salary. Hi, do you want the mm. most expensive slash worst years of my career? <laughs> no, um, it's gonna happen. Also official right now, ninety-five uh, percent <laughs> of the Arizona Coyotes have been sold again. Oh. To a billionaire named Alex Morello, uh, Andrew Barraway, who's the current owner, will retain five percent. And I guess we're going to hear from him uh, local media press conference next week. Uh, but essentially, um, he is committed to keeping hockey in the desert. And there will be a press conference Thursday at 1pm. How many times have we heard that? I know. Yep. <laughs> is he rich? Yeah, he's a billion- billionaire, so it doesn't matter. Like, is he one of those guys? Like, does money matter to him? Don't think so. No. Okay, good. Don't think so. That's the kind of owner you want. Yeah. You don't want someone, oh, refinancing and having all these right. city he meetings. He probably bought and- the team after they got Phil Kessel. He's like, I, I must have this team. Mm-hmm. I must be a meet good the man. selling point. Yeah, I think so. Uh, do you want to do a pers- quick press conference? The Steve Dangle Press Conference. This is from Rob with the hair. It's the most upvoted trivia question on our Reddit Ooh, page. Like oh, this. yes. <sighs> Three questions. One Who currently on the Leafs has the most points as a Leaf? Hmm. hmm. Currently, Lynn Lee says the most points as a leaf. You can combine your heads and pick one player. Morgan Riley. I was going to say Morgan Riley. Morgan Riley is correct. Who on the Leafs has the most penalty minutes as a leaf? As a leaf. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's a tough one. It's probably still Morgan Riley. No? Uh think here Jake's gone Naz is gone um, 
Because Naz would have been my answer, no right? No one's really been a Leaf for very long. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's Morgan Riley, though. The only guy who... I mean, Zach Hyman? I don't think so, though. Adam, you can't look it up. <laughs> no, I'm not looking it up. Uh, I'm not looking it up. Oh. Were you looking it up? No, I was not. Oh, yeah. Um, I say Morgan. Yeah, I'll go with Morgan Riley. It's Zach Hyman. Oh! oh yes, shit. Yes, yes. All right. Who has the best plus minus Ooh. as a Leaf? Uh, it would have been Ron Hainsey. <laughs> he led the lead. But it's not. Um, Austin Matthews. Morgan Riley. Zach Hyman. No! What? Yeah, yeah. He's plus well, there 40. You go. Don Cherry loves that. Damn. Well, two seasons of playing with Austin and then one, one of JT. You put yourself in that position to succeed, but shit. Which team and its AHL affiliate have the most distance between them, straight line, not roads, and would the bus ride from the AHL city to the NHL city take more or less than 37 hours? I think it is... Oh, boy. It's either Vancouver to Utica or Winnipeg to... No, it's not St. John's anymore. I'm going to say Vancouver to Utica. Correct answer. Yeah. Oh, well yeah, done. There's no way I was getting it's that It's a uh, 44 hour trip. Oh my god. Yeah, I was going to say more than 37 because that's the right answer. Damn, Steve. That was very impressive. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Well, because like the trend is teams are moving their affiliate closer and closer. Yeah. And that's still the one outlier like opposite sides of the friggin' world. Because Francisco Aquilini is like, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to live tweet this game. Yeah. Uh, Fox <laughs> Trot Golf that. Sierra 16, right? Okay. Finally had some downtime, so I just finished reading your book. Loved it. Oh, That's nice. Thanks for reading my book. Thanks, man. <laughs> that was funny. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Is Matt, that James Reimer's Reddit? Matt Normus writes, I'm unable to discuss my press conference question for free. <laughs> so Matt Norman is James Merle. Shut up, James. Way, you missed a brilliant opportunity uh, for to get back at James for that. By the way, because he was asking for a signed copy of your book, and you've been like, "Sorry, it's behind a paywall." Oh, I did. Oh, you I did. Said, I said, "What? You got a credit card?" Oh, nice. That's yeah. good. That's good. You know, I, I a lot of people made comments about that, and I had a few people in my family come up to me this week and go, "Yeah, it was really annoying to hear that." And I can understand the, pers- the the paywall thing. I can understand the perspective. You know, there was a lot of people who are not athletic subscribers and a lot of people who are like, well, what the hell? I'm used to getting this for free. And I get you on that. But you have to understand that there's proprietary information. There's a reason the athletic exists and is successful. And if James came on this show, not affiliated with the athletic and gave all that shit away, what is he as a manager of Canadian hockey, which is what he does, and I believe he managed. Yeah, I believe he manages Canadian I think hockey he's for the just whole all NHL, all mm-hmm. NHL. Oh, is he all NHL? I think so. So how responsible is that? Well, and, and he's probably trying to pull all of his reporters back from giving too much away, right? That's probably his daily job. And there was an article that came out like just before the podcast that the Athletic has finally hit five hundred thousand subscribers. Wow. Yeah, paid subscribers. Like that that is listen, if it sucked, it wouldn't be that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's obviously good. Yeah, and I, I don't the other thing I don't get is um So I think why the, it works. <laughs> the, the other main reaction I saw from last week 
was the outrage over the athletic charging at all. And and I think um, that comes from a fundamental... There's a couple things happening there. First off, people have less free money than ever, right? Less expendable cash than they've had in a long, long time. And I understand that, right? People are making about the same as they did 30 years ago, and yet everything, the cost of everything has gone up. Salaries have stayed the same. Totally understand that. But you have a service. You must charge for that service. They charge, I think, I think, is it is it four bucks a month? Well, if they do like a 40% off sale every two weeks. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah like, I, like the thing is, is that like, listen, I'm not, I don't work for them. Uh, I don't need to tell you what a good, good deal is or a bad deal is, but I can tell you I've never been upset with my subscription. I really enjoy it. And for you to get angry over people making some money, the fact is media is shrinking, guys. It's not good. Like, it's, yeah. we're in serious shit. It, and I don't, I don't think people understand that. It takes all sorts. And like... I mean, people, I can just tell you straight up, people from within the sports industry are cheering for the athletic. Yep. Like, just because <laughs> we want to see... Someone if, succeed. If, if it works. It's nice to hear a good story. It's nice to hear, like, a company that's growing. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? So, anyway, good And to- I'm proud of the company I work for. I think we do sure. friggin' amazing work. Not every company can do what Rogers does. No. Nope. Like, it's it's a enormous... Same with Bell. Company, and same with Bell, and who else? Right? Like, I talked about this in the book a little bit. When I was in school, there were these two giant trees Mm -hmm. that you could be a little sports squirrel in, or there were all these other trees, and... All the other trees are gone. During the recession, there was a lot of deforestation going on, and the score got absorbed, and this site got absorbed, and that site got absorbed, and... You know, it sucks to write for free. Mm-hmm. Although, like, listen, I still recommend it. A lot of people get their neck up about it. Okay, no one said you had to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just for anyone who's willing, I'm well, sure the, the it'll whole help thing you. about writing is practice makes perfect. Yeah. So, so listen, okay, do it yourself, and then don't release it. I don't yeah. care. There was a point but, at which nobody would have paid me to go on the a radio for them, right? Because yeah. I sucked, so I had to do it for free. Yeah, there you go. And then I was good enough, and they're like, "Okay, we'll pay you now." That's now how it works a lot of the time. People get people get take advantage of, and I, I granted, I get. That. I've seen it. Me too. I've seen it. I, I dare say I have been taken advantage of. Sure. Sure. I, anyway. No one said it was fair. But with <laughs> the athletic, it it works. It obviously. works. Obviously, or is working. And they're uh, paying so, talented people to do great stuff, and that's awesome. Yeah, it would shrink and fail if it sucked. Yeah, it obviously does not. Yeah, uh, they made the announcement today that they officially passed five hundred thousand subscribers. That's from Bloomberg. Hey, good yeah, for them. I, I know. I just and you know, said mostly that. because oh, I know a few people. <laughs> and, and I'm usually that guy. No. And amazing because we know people there, and personally, we are personally rooting for them. Happy for them. It's good. No, I hope they all get. Oh, to, they all uh, fail and get yeah, fired. Yeah, and have to go back for log- <laughs> logging for free yeah. in their basements on Blogspot. Anyway, guys. Uh, Really great show for uh, Midsummer, I think. What do you think? Friggin' great show. Did you, you know, the fact the fact is that we still talked about baseball in this, and so I love that you've done three and a half, maybe four hours on baseball total, and I, I, I just think that's a record for you, and I think that ought to be applauded. Tonight I got a dangle snipe Sally and get to play at Instructional League. I got stoned last week and was pissed, so I gotta, I gotta redeem myself this week. There you got go. Got a couple Genos. I don't play Instructional League to get apples. Ew, stop it. I know, I hate it.
Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W-Y-L-D-E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.